So let's talk about one American's experience of London. Who this this lady moved to America uh, from America to London uh, just before the pandemic, and then the pandemic struck, and she has thoughts on what London is like and how it is different to America. But what I found interesting is not really what she said in this piece; it's what she didn't say in this piece. Uh, but anyway, before we begin, we've covered London a lot on Lowseas.com. Uh, if you want to support us. Go sign up. Go watch some of the voluminous content that we have there, uh, such as what Mizzy reveals about London or the continual decline of London or us going through previous decades of what London looked like compared to now because everything's in decline. It was a lot nicer. A lot nicer back in the day. And safer. Uh, But anyway, so we'll go on to this article. American woman reveals what shocked her most after moving to London. Uh, I can't pronounce this name, right? All right. Olamide Modupi? Sounds close enough to me. Average American name. Average foreign name. Well, yeah. She started a video series of what she had to learn the hard way about moving out of the country. She was originally from Los Angeles, California. Spoke to Insider about how she moved during the pandemic at age 29 to get a master's degree. Her intent in publishing a multi-part confessions is to help her followers understand the realities of moving to the UK with information (laughs) they couldn't easily find online. I mean, if they watched us, they probably could find it pretty easy. Probably, but it's interesting how, like, she's clearly uh, a well-to-do American Californian, and she's leaving California. It's just very interesting. And decided to come to London instead. Yes. Maybe not the best idea. Well, I mean, no, to be well, fair... to be right? fair, L- London's probably better than San Francisco. Way better than San Francisco, right? L- London, we we take issues with London as Englishmen, right? We We think that you know, there are things happening there that shouldn't be happening. The city is not being governed in the best interest of the native population. But it isn't what San Francisco is, right? The the government isn't simply funding homeless drug addicts to fill every street and alleyway in London, right? That's not happening. Maybe Brixton, but not the sure, rest maybe, of okay, London. Maybe, maybe some small areas. I'm not saying that can't grow. But if you walk around <laughs> London, you don't find massive homeless encampments like you do in America. No, in fact, I will admit, some parts of London are actually still quite nice. Yes, some parts are. Unsurprisingly, especially yeah. around the Westminster area. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah uh, unsurprisingly. As you would expect. Yeah. But, um, but generally, London isn't the hovel that Portland or Los Angeles or San Francisco or a bunch of other American cities are, New York. It's just uh, that it's probably not what an American would expect London to be. Well... Not what a regular American would expect London to be. Uh, I don't know what this, uh, where this person's actual, like you know, her family origins are from. Um, but anyway, she says uh, she found out that water wasn't fluoridated, and therefore she got cavities. It's a weird thing to notice, isn't it? She says I've never in my life had cavities until I moved to London. Although she was still using toothpaste from America, drinking the water lowered her fluoride consumption. Now, I don't know much about fluoride, right? But I am aware that there are studies that show that fluoride makes people docile. It, it, re- it actively reduces men's testosterone. Yeah. And I... The, the, the reason... I, mean, I think we still have fluoride in we the do, water we in do. England, just it's, nowhere near as much, it seems. Apparently not, right? Because, you know, people are like, oh, well, they, they put fluoride in the water for your teeth. It's like, do you think I think the government gives a damn about the, the, the quality of my teeth? Yeah. No. 
you know, I think they put fluoride in the water to control the population and make them docile. And it's like, right, okay. But if, if this American comes over and is like, wow, you, it's like you guys have got no fluoride in there at all. It's like, wow, how fluoridated is your bloody water? Well, I mean, she is from California, and I have often wondered why Californian men speak the way they do. That's a great point. And, and it they might all, have something to do with it. They all have really nice teeth, too. Uh, mm. I'd, I'd happily, uh, as she says, she switched to UK toothpaste, which apparently contains more fluoride because it's not in the water. And just for anyone who doesn't know, you don't actually eat your own toothpaste. You brush your teeth and you spit it out. So you're not consuming the fluoride. Uh, I still use non-fluoride toothpaste, though, just to be safe. Just I, did, I, didn't even, I didn't even know it existed. I don't want to be absorbing this stuff through my gums. Fair point. I should probably get some non-fluoride toothpaste. But the point is, then her dental issues uh, went back to normal. So I just find that really weird. That's such a weird thing for a first name. Yeah, I just, I'm just not being drugged by the government. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. How can I change <laughs> my this? My teeth are suffering. <laughs> anyway, she, uh, she goes on to talk about renting, which, again, there are just some strange weird cultural differences that I would not have noticed, because I've never lived in America, right? Uh, she says, uh, renting in London is a nightmare compared to New York. Um, and also, she described a bunch of her Brooklyn landlords as nightmares as well. right? So it, her apartment search in London was different. She says, <coughs> she was looking for a space in New York, which meant applying for several units at once. <coughs> Excuse me. And waiting to hear which one you've been accepted to. But in London, you, you're more likely to pay a holding deposit to secure the space before signing a lease agreement. And so that means you can only apply to one thing at a time. And if you withdraw, you lose that deposit. And so the only way to get the deposit back is if they deny you. So, okay, but doesn't that mean you're more likely to get the place you're looking for? Like if you go to a place and you say to the landlord, okay, yeah, I like this place. I'd like to live here. And I was like, okay, well, I'd like you to pay a deposit and then we'll get the paperwork sorted and then you can move in. It makes more sense from the landlord's perspective, certainly, because you don't want people just saying yes yeah. and then dropping out and saying yes and dropping out because you need to get your own affairs in order. Yeah, exactly. You, you can't just abuse the system. But also it means that you know you've got that place because you've paid the deposit. So it, it's guarantees for both parties. So there is a sense to it. Like, what's wrong with that? Instead, the American system is just like, okay, well, we'll just, we'll see. And like, there's going to be loads of disappointment and uncertainty in the system. I mean, there's plenty to complain about when it comes to UK housing, especially oh, yeah, in London. Like, so we don't complain it about this? it every day, you know? Yeah, why yeah. is it? Why is it this that she's decided to yeah, remark exactly. on? That's very strange. Well, exactly. That that that's exactly it. It's like, look, this is actually like an orderly way of doing things. Like, okay, you 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 know, if you're like, yes, I want that apartment. I've I've gone for the apartment. Okay, I'll pay like you know the grand or whatever the deposit is. It's probably more than that because it's London. Um, but the point is, then you're you know you're locked in. They're locked in. And now the paperwork goes through. Everything is orderly. Everyone got what they expected out of that arrangement. And she's like, well, that's just weird. <laughs> I I expected to be I expected to go to half different half dozen different uh, apartments and, and let down a bunch of times and then get one that I didn't really want, but it was my third choice and I didn't get the other two. So what am I going to do? It's like, that, that's a good system, you know, but it requires you to be invested. American shock that British <laughs> expect you to stick to your word, apparently. <laughs> exactly. Interesting. It's just really weird. It's just, just organizational skills. That's what I'm saying. Uh, she also admitted that she had to pay six months of rent up front when she first moved because of her student status and her roommate was unemployed. It's like, okay, well, I mean, that's never happened to me. I've never had to pay six months rent in advance. Me neither. Um, but then, you know, I guess you are a student and I guess they're thinking, yeah, you're getting a student loan. So you've and got- And also you're 
roommate is completely unemployed. Oh no, actually no, I did. Well, yeah. oh okay. No, no, when I was at university, no, that's exactly right. You do do that. Oh yeah. They you get like I don't know four I've grand. I've been to uni sooner, uh, more recently than you yeah. have. So yeah, you do actually. You're right. Yeah, and so you do actually pay six months in advance. So what are you even complaining about? Like you got a student loan of a big wad of cash, and they're like, yeah, okay, we'll take the rent out of that, and then you don't have to worry about it for six months. But uh, yeah, because I mean, like I'm just thinking in it privately. I've never had to do that, but then I've always been an adult and employed. But uh, anyway, she also and this this I just found really entertaining, right? She describes that pay cycles were usually paid monthly. That's normal. Not in America, apparently. In America, it's every two weeks. I mean, some businesses over here do that, but most of them do I've monthly. I've never heard of it. I've, I've seen it but, happen. Some even have done weekly, but most of those are like cash-in-hand jobs. But the thing is, she says, you actually get paid out here monthly, not bi-weekly. If that sounds scary, trust me, it was scary for me too. But you can't stop yourself spending money? Well, exactly. What kind of impulse control is this? That is exactly what I thought, right? The shocked worker opened up about how she had to budget more because of this. Oh, no, I had to be an adult for an entire month. I couldn't just be an irresponsible child with my money. This is terrible. I mean, for, for, for her, maybe. Yeah, I suppose so. I was never taught how to control myself. There's not enough fluoride in the water. <laughs> I'm not docile enough yeah, to exactly. be able to deal with this. She says, I was even splitting the check that I got into two different pots on my bank app then paying myself twice a month so, just so I could have a little bit of a transition. My God. like It's like children. Like, okay, yeah, you, you've got a month to live. Can't you work that out yourself? No, I've got to. I've got to split it up on my banking app. And she was, okay. I mean, she was forced to make a sensible decision to help <laughs> herself budget, and it sounds like she's actually yeah. been able to do it. So, congratulations, you've actually improved a skill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You've you've leveled up there. These right. are not the sorts of complaints I was expecting someone coming over to London to have. It's, exactly these just, right. These are things I don't even think about. Well, exactly right that's that's why i thought this would be an interesting thing to do just because i i read through it and i was like because i was expecting them to be the sort of complaints we might have had or something uh but no these are really weird complaints and she's got a few like uh good things that she's noticed um she says uh she was impressed thrilled to find that she gets holiday time so you get like the 25 days of holiday when you sign a contract with the company right and then she says this in the uk the the second you sign your contract all of your holiday days are there they're available to you you get it immediately so you're booking trips immediately (laughs) it's like what is wrong with your impulse control Um, americans no wonder she can't figure out what to do with the money for a month no she spent it all on trips to spain yeah and she spent all the holiday days on the first week that she's at work so what are you doing you know you act like an adult for christ's sake and then she's speaking about the bar culture in the uk she's like there's no such thing as a free poor here honey they're going to measure it they're going to scrape the top off and that's going to be as much as you get yeah but you don't need to tip either yeah you get you literally get what you pay for and you pay for what you expect to pay if you're expecting treatment like the bar staff are your friends then the only time you'll expect that is if the bar staff are actually your friends yeah if you live in the place and you know the person i've I've had that before when i lived in a pub sure and you know all of the people (laughs) sure but yeah 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 when when i went to university a friend of mine used to essentially run a pub and would go there and yeah i mean he treat you like a mate but that's what you expect you don't just expect random strangers to treat you like that because they're not having to beg for tips if i go into a random bar in london i expect to get what i pay for and to pay for what i get you know oh no well we've given you some and now you need to give us a tip it's like 
No, I don't. You know, I need to pay whatever is required. Anyway, they uh, also, and the last thing, you're going to want to read the return policy every time you order something. There's little tolerance for opening a package, using an item, and then trying to send it back. Is there in America? Apparently. There must be. This is so bizarre. So, yeah, so I got this thing. I used it for a bit, and then I said I didn't want it and sent it back, and the company's like, yeah, okay. Well, why? But anyway, but what I, what I just found interesting is there's no mention of the things that we talk about when we talk about American cities, right? Yeah. Like, we don't, you know, there's, there's no... She, she doesn't talk about a political environment. She doesn't talk about rampant homelessness or drugs or anything like that. She doesn't talk about, um, yeah, like the excessive well, like, politics. Like she doesn't talk about are, taxes. Those are probably better from where in london than from where she came from in the first place mm. i'm surprised there's no mention of the fact this is one of the strangest things i always know about how american shops work mm. is that the price as it's advertised under yeah. the product doesn't include the tax yeah. so you have to do the tax in your head as yeah. you're going along or just be surprised when you get to the yeah, till it's really how much extra it, why that's such a stupid way of doing it why not just include the tax in the advertised price i'm guessing because legally they can do that and that way they're like, ah, so this look makes everything exactly this makes everything look cheaper and so people are more inclined to spend more, even though they're not actually spending they are not actually saving any money. I'm sure that's, that's the reason. Really I don't know. Americans feel free to correct me on this. But uh, there are things that your country does that are weird, and that's one of them. Uh but anyway, yeah, no no mention of any of the um complaints that we would have about London, but okay, fair enough. She's an immigrant to London, why would she complain about that? But no, no, she doesn't notice that, oh, wait, this isn't a place that's falling apart, at least nearly as badly as an American city. The complaints, in fact, were just really weird and kind of bourgeois. Uh, but I just found that interesting because these are these are aspects of the difference between Britain and America that I just hadn't noticed. Uh, we expect impulse control. <laughs> Thank you for watching that segment from the podcast Lotus Eaters. If you enjoyed, why not visit our website? where you can get the podcast live, uncensored, in full and for free from one o'clock UK time every weekday. And while you're there, for as little as £5 a month, you can watch all of our premium content. For example, Stelios's philosophical series Symposium, where in this latest episode, he and my colleague Josh discuss the merits of spirited disagreement. And if you'd like to follow what Stelios is putting out, you can follow him on Twitter at at Paniyitu90st and the rest of us over at at LotusEaters underscore com. Until next time, goodbye.